Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Well, allow me to welcome you back to another Reality Rant episode. What's it called? I love a mama's boy. I love a mama's boy. I think boy. this is episode four. Yeah. Oh, I love a mama's boy. This is episode five, season one. Four. Nope. Episode five. I wrote down the Are note for sure? the last show right there. Season one, episode four. Okay. So I'll I know for sure it's episode you. five. Um, But... You know, once again, we like to go in order of, you know, not so bad to really bad. And reality is this one is only first because, well. They weren't in it very much. They weren't really in it too much. Justina and Jason and the mom, Annette, who has a creepy obsession with her son. Even the dad thinks it's weird what dance they chose, which is a tango. So they were really only in the episode with part of wedding dress shopping, which was kind of uneventful. Except she was also there for tux. Well, that was last time. Stuff and got him a red tux. Just a reminder. That's what happened in one of the previous episodes. Without consulting the bride after the Y to the I. Well, she was there adamantly saying no, but, you know, everybody ignored her. But then in this one, she talks to husband to be and is like, yo, dude, you got to talk to your mom. This is our wedding, not hers. And so he goes upstairs and he's like chatting away to his mom about how. Mom, this is our wedding, not yours. And she's all like, well, but it's your wedding too. And she's doing everything she wants. She gets to have whatever dress she wants. Hello. It's her fucking wedding. I'm sorry, but the stereotype of weddings is it's for the woman. Like 90% what the woman wants for the wedding. That's the stereotype. Yeah. At worst, it should be 50-50. Like that's where I would think a wedding should be is 50-50. If the man wants to be involved, it should be both. 50-50. Agreed. So in their case, because the man is a spineless piece but of see, crap. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. Remember <laughs> something. Just remember something. Just because I don't say I dislike something doesn't automatically mean I like it and vice versa. Understood. But you're not a spineless piece of crap like this dude. Right. Anyway, so at worst, this spineless piece of crap can't make his own decisions. This wedding should be 50% wife-to-be and 50% mom. But they're making it to be all mom. Yeah, everything is about what mom wants. What right. color jacket he wears. Um, what That she'll match. She was like, oh, it's okay. He doesn't need to match with, with your bridesmaid people. I'll dress like him and we can match well you're not supposed to match your son he's supposed to be matching into her side of things and she's supposed to kind of match into his side of things and obviously if his 
people can match into her people. Well, her people can match into his people. Duh. Well, like then she comes up with the idea, the bride comes up with the idea that maybe he can have an outfit change. And for the ceremony and the pictures, he can wear what she's asking him to wear. And then for the reception and all the fun part, he can wear what his mom wants him to wear. And it makes so much it's sense. It's so reasonable because then they're both getting what they want. He gets to party in the Las Vegas style tux that he wants or she that his mom wants and call it a day. And literally she says, um, she's like, oh, he says to the mom, she won't marry me if I wear that jacket. Which probably isn't true. But that's what he said. Right. And then mom was like, well, that's just ridiculous. I don't understand. She gets to choose whatever dress she wants. Why can't you choose what jacket you're going to wear? And I'm thinking to myself, bro, if it were me, I would have been like, that jacket, out of here. It's not part of the play. We're not using that. Because well, no. I'm sure they could have, if even if he loves that jacket, which I don't know because, again, spineless, um, he has never said his opinion. I'm sure that him and his bride-to-be can find something that they agree on, you know? Yes. Find something they agree on. Like, that would be the yes, best way. Anyway, the mom was all crazy, and she's like, well, the only thing I'm not going to bend on is I get to pick the venue because your guests have to have the perfect venue for what they want what for this wedding and blah, 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 blah. And then it pans to the confessional part, and he's like, well, little does she know, I already picked a venue, or we already picked a venue. <laughs> I don't yeah. think she's going to like it, but you know what's going to happen? The spineless dude is going to cave to what his mom wants, even though he's already picked the venue with his fiance. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't, his approach makes little sense. Yeah. I think the problem with his approach is he's he's trying to make both of them happy and because you know they're not even it's not like they want a different shade of blue <laughs> the, the the tastes are so like 180 degrees opposite that he kind of has to put his foot down and force her into the two jacket option and i think you like what i'm saying if it were me I went down this road and you kind of cut me off. If it were me, she'd be th- that jacket would be out of there and he'd be wearing what I want him to wear. Period. The end. But she was nice enough to be like, "Hey, yo, how about you wear what I want you to wear for the pictures and the ceremony? The part that matters to her, obviously." Well, the pictures then, last a lifetime. And then you, and then you can dress in your snazzy one for your mom because that's where the mom and son dance is going to be at the reception. It makes, makes perfect sense. sense. It makes everyone so happy. Nice. Anyway, that's what those cuckoo heads were about. For not being in the show very much, we sure had a lot to say about them. Yeah. Then second best one and I'm, I have lots of reasons why I think these people belong here. Um there's only one reason why they're not the worst and that's because the mom of the worst worst is so bad. We'll that talk about that. Nobody can even there. come close to her. Yes. She's so, so anyway, crazy. She is just bad. So we got Matt, Kim, and we got Kelly. Okay. And they weren't in this episode very much either. No. What's something you remember about Matt, Kim, and Kelly? What's well, this whole thing that was there working on building their house, which is 20 feet away from his mom's house on her property? Yeah. And so they're meeting with the architect. And Kim is all like, 
these are the things that I would really like. This is going to be my home. And the son is all like, yeah, I like those things too, Kim. We like the same things. And then the mom is like, oh, by the way, I have a 495 years of experience because I'm a giant old dinosaur. And I think you guys should do it this way. And then the son just like bends over and switches to what she wants to do. And he's like, oh, she has all this other experience. I think we have to listen to her on it. Yeah, she's got so much more life experience than we do. We have to listen to her. She knows about this stuff. And if it was for procedural issues, who to call for this or that or the other thing, I I would agree with that. But But on your personal taste, whether to have chicken or beef as your main dish, that's up to you. Not up to her. Whether to paint your walls blue or green is more like what they're arguing about. And the mom is like picking the countertops for them. And then she goes and she's mandating that she has to have her own bedroom in their house. And then Kim pipes up and makes the point, well, your house is only 20 feet away. Like, can't you just toddle on home? And she's insisting she has to have her own bedroom. So she'd rather sleep in their house next door to her son than go back home and sleep in bed with her freaking husband. Yeah, that... that that made extremely little sense to me. I don't think that her, I've, if it was me, I don't think that I'd be married to that person for very long. I'd be like, you're creepy. I'm done. Yeah, because that's like a lot obsessed. Right. When then the mom has the crazy nerve to go off and in the confessional is saying, I think Kim wants too much. I think she wants too much. Like, yeah. fuck off. You're supposed to let your son go and live his life and be a human, not be your, like, freaking lapdog. There's not a whole lot to say about those people, though, because honestly, in my opinion, their issue is one where mom doesn't want to let go, but Obviously, also son yeah. doesn't want to let go. They're just idiots. Because let's be real. because let's be real. The, the wife, right? They're married already, right? No. They're not married? No. Okay, well, soon-to-be wife doesn't really want to live with mom. Doesn't want to live that close to mom. But it's compromising because she knows that it's the best they can do right now. Right. they don't have to pay for the land. Right. So he, at the very least, should realize that his soon-to-be wife doesn't really want to live there and is majorly compromising to live there and, like, have her back like an adult would, not act like a child is and that's what he's doing he's acting like a child but the biggest child is the mom of of um shakib emily and uh what is her name layla yep that's her and why do you think she's the biggest child because she acts like such a petulant child like we talked about her you know they kind of re-ran into the birthday thing so it's fair game for me you know, the, the the mom's sitting there having her birthday and Emily shows up with a gift, is very polite, says happy birthday. And the mom says Emily is ruining her birthday. Yeah, because that's what's happening. And she's blaming her for everything. And you're taking my son away. You know, your son's finally growing a pair and and getting out of there. Well, then he finally talked her into being nice. But then. So he talked her into being nice. And then she says she's going to be nice. And then he suggests they all have lunch together. Yeah, and that's right. All... This this part this part made me mad. He goes and he talks to Emily 
and convinces her that mom's going to be nice. She wants to sit down and talk. It's all going to be fine. But then. But but prior to that, she had talked to Shakib about, oh, I found an Afghani girl for you. And, um, you know, I'd like to set you up. And he's like, no, you know, I'm in love with, with Emily. And I need you to be on board with that. And I need you to give her a chance. And she said, okay. I will respect your wishes. That's a really key thing to remember here. Because as Torio was just saying, they agree to meet for lunch, right? It wasn't dinner. It was lunch. It looked. It was daylight, so I'm assuming yeah, lunch. It's so lunchtime. And as Shakib and Emily walk in, who do they see? The mom sitting there with the Pakistani lady that she wanted to set her son up with. She brought... The woman she wants to set her son up with to lunch with, with Emily and Shakir. current girlfriend. And that's kind of where it ended. So the rest of the drama will ensue in the next episode, of course. Yeah, but... It, what it, a scumbag. And, and, and that's interesting, too, because they, when you think about it, they weren't really in the show a whole hell of a lot this time either. They must have evenly split it between those three. Yeah. There's nobody that was leaned. Well, and also, you know, it's, what's happened, too, is... Um, they didn't have that fourth person that they had two times in a row. Well, there wasn't as much drama. So it was less drama. Like, it was a pretty quiet episode. So. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. And, you know, that show, um, in my opinion, it, it reveals the worst behavior in a parent. These people are just the worst. Because people will say and have said that she is the mom. And so she's at fault. But the kid should also know better. And I say, since the mom is that overboard and the mom was the one responsible for teaching him how to act, you can't really blame him for reacting to his mom the way he's reacting to his mom. These relationships are, they're both at fault. The son is completely at fault and the mom's completely at fault. Just like you always say, both parties are 100% at fault. Because at any moment, those sons could be like, mom, Back off. I'm done having this kind of awkward, creepy relationship with you. I'm 30. Leave me alone. You know? And like I'm obviously saying they should say it more nicely than that and not completely decimate their relationship with their mother. But they could set the boundary. Being like, no, this is my girlfriend slash fiance slash wife. She's my priority now. I'm moving on. This is how our relationship is going to be. And the mom could do the same thing. She could be like, no, you're 30. It's time to move on and get your whole life. Go do your thing, little birdie. Shove. But neither yeah. of them are doing that. They're both completely enabling too, the other one to be crazy. But you're, I'm glad you're saying that because that's what the people on social media argue. And I completely disagree because I have Mitchell. Okay. If, if I teach Mitchell... To be a giant asshole to people. And I teach him that that's okay behavior. How is it his fault that he becomes a giant asshole to people that his dad taught him to be? So how can we blame him for it? Now, as an adult, if someone comes to you and points out, hey, man, that's not how men behave. You need to get away from your mom and spend more time with your significant other. And then he still does it. Well, now he's partially to blame. But at first, it's 100 percent the mom's fault. She set it up. 
Yeah, but that's not the opposite of what I was saying. I was saying something completely different. Well, but you said they're both at fault. No, I'm saying they're both at fault for not moving on and becoming people. I'm saying they're both at fault for how their relation their relationship is, which is completely different than a parent teaching their son to be an asshole. Different. It's not, though, because if mom teaches you that I'm always number one, you must always put me first, no matter what. And then the first girl you start to get an interest in, remember, mom first. Mom is always first. And you're trained with that in mind. How do you blame him for acting that way? Because everybody else in his life is telling him it's not fucking normal and he could draw a boundary. The one dude with the mom Annette, his sister is normal. She sees that that's freaky shit. He should be able to figure it out. He's over 30. All right. We're clearly not going to agree on that. We're not because I already explained to you why it doesn't fucking matter what age he is. If it's the first time someone's pointing it out to him that how his mom trained him is wrong, you cannot hold him responsible for it that first time. There's no because way in hell this he is did the first not time. know. You don't know that. But I do because his sister and his dad, specifically in that situation, both say that it's super weird and that they've told her to back off. Her, not him. And told him that it's weird. They said this. Anyway, I'm not going to have this argument. So. Okay, then. I think that this show reveals the worst in parenting and it reveals how you can damage your kids by teaching them the wrong things. Our job as parents is supposed to be to equip kids on how to act in life, not to, to you know, do everything for them. In fact, quite the opposite. You should have them doing more of the work, you doing less of the work. But you're there. I always used to say... You know, oh, we don't want them to do that. They might make this mistake. Yeah, I'd rather they make that mistake while still living with me where I can help fix it than yeah. when they, when I live in one state and they live in another. Well, it makes more sense that way. Maybe they'll actually learn to make decisions for themselves. And well, but that's and that's what this show reveals is that if you don't do that, you are ruining your kid's chance at a decent life. Because how are you supposed to like 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 how are these guys supposed to have good relationships when their model of how to relate to a woman, their mother, is a whack job? <laughs> but they've all found seemingly normal women to be in love with. Yeah, and you know that I I did think about that, and that is kind of an interesting point that. I don't see any of them. I mean, you might say, why do they stick around and put up with this crap? Maybe that's their mental illness. You might say that. But, I mean, that could give you lots of reasons why. We talked about it with the whole Emily and Shakib thing that she only sticks around because she truly is in love with him. Like, yep. that's her guy. And he obviously loves her, too, because he stood up to his mom. It's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. These people are ridiculous is the moral of the story. All right. Well. Well, now that we've called them all ridiculous and bashed their entire lifestyle, good night, everyone. Hasta. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 